fact that you need to know about in this new year. Welcome to this episode of the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and I found something a few months ago and reached out to the company Control Bionics and said, hey, I need to know more about this. I have an amazing group of master IEP coaches who are always looking for the best of the best tools to bring to IEP teams as they're assisting parents and teachers in building IEPs. I've got listeners on the podcast that are always looking for the best of the best new tools. And uh, I spent some time last year really kind of digging in with them and finding out a little bit more about what they can do. Because here's what had me curious. They've got this thing called a neuro node. Now, this neuro node is opening up accessibility for students and just, well, I'm just gonna say people of all ages, but right now, we're, you know, we talk about students here on the Inner Circle podcast. It's opening up communication in a whole new way that it's it just, it's fascinating to me. It's no longer about just using technology uh, as something else to put into a child's day, but we really need to start looking at tech as a tool to build communication and relationships. I mean, let's just face it. Are you calling people? Or are you texting people? Right? You know, kids are playing video games and we have, you know, kids who have limited mobility or limited access, but Yet we have tools in our world right now that could help them, but we just don't know about that. So let me share with you a little bit about a story that uh, this 12-year-old boy who a couple of years ago when everything shut down, he had very little to no communication. And of course, you know, he, now he can't go to school and, uh, you know, the lack of communication kind of continues and the team in general, I'm sure not everybody on the team, but the team in general wanted to dismiss him from services such as occupational therapy and speech therapy. Sound familiar? And again, I'm not blaming anybody. I know that if you are a professional who is sitting, you know, listening to this episode, that you at some point in time have recommended for a child to be dismissed from services. And if we have the data to show that that is an appropriate action to take, let's go for it. But if we are dismissing from services simply because we are maxed out of our own skill set, meaning that we don't have any more tools to help the child, therefore the child doesn't need services, that's not right. We need to look beyond. And that's why when I saw what Control Bionics is and I saw what it does, I was like, this, this is amazing. So this, they tell me the story about this 12-year-old boy, you know, lack of communication, little to no communication, world shuts down, and they've exhausted all the resources that the district had, all the knowledge of the current IEP team members. But there's always people on the IEP team that are just not never going to give up, right? It's just like, nope, I'm going to dig in. This has got to work. So, you know, the parents and a couple of IEP team members, they dig in and they find control bionics. And all of a sudden, this child starts communicating. Now, I'm not going to say it's like a snap of my fingers, like, oh, here, it just happened easily. Of course, there's a process. It wasn't like this situation that, you know, you just blink your eye and everything's on the right track. But the resources through control bionics that allowed child to access communication in a much different way 
opened up a whole new world. Now, I didn't know about control bionics before this. You probably didn't know about control bionics and this neuro node that I'm going to tell you about before today. So you might have thought that you had exhausted all resources too. So I just want to remind you that when you hit that roadblock of we've done everything possible, I want you to think, now what can we do? We need to do something different. There's got to be something in the world that you don't know about. So this child, um, you know, gets the support from his parents and from some IEP team members. They get the support from Control Bionics, the company itself, and they introduce these different AAC tools, including this NeuroNode, which is a wearable piece of technology. Okay, so wearable. Think about it as like a button, but it's like the size of like an Apple Watch. Okay, but you don't have to wear it as a watch. You can actually take this NeuroNode and you could place it, you know, uh, in different areas. So for example, a child who has limited mobility, maybe you're going to place this on their foot, or maybe you're going to place this on their um, cheek for when they smile, or maybe above their eyebrow because they can move their eyebrows to let you know so much more than just yes or no. See, a lot of times these things that I'm talking about where like moving your foot, a child who has limited mobility, maybe they're in a wheelchair and, and they need to you know, move their foot to activate a switch to say yes or no, that becomes the extent of their communication. But what if we could do more than that? What if we could extend our resources? So this neuro node is fascinating to me because it's a small piece of technology that can be used multiple different ways. Anything from gaming, like hello Xbox, right? To sending texts, to creating full sentences, all from a button that you don't even have to push. You can literally do it with the movement of a body part. It's this amazing, it's called EMG technology. And I had to do a whole bunch of research and, and really figure this out and say, okay, so EMG technology and spatial technology and, and making sure that I understood this when I told you about it, because I want you to really think about, could this help your child, your students, or somebody that you know? Because somebody's hitting a brick wall, like this family of this 12-year-old boy. And you know what? Let me just call it out, too. This happens a lot in middle school, where, uh, you know, just even medical professionals, not, I'm not just talking about educational professionals, but medical professionals, educational professionals tend to give up and say, well, we've maxed out the learning. We're not where we thought we were going to be. So we're just going to give up on this and move on to something different. But what if we didn't give up? What if we did this differently? So... This boy went from using a 12 cell screen. So for those of you that don't know what that is, okay? So think about you have 12 choices on a screen, okay? And anytime they've seen AAC, you know what I'm talking about? So these 12 choices, maybe it is, uh, you know, time to eat dinner and there's 12 choices of what different foods or drinks might be. This child went from 12 choices to 40 choices. Now, when you can help a child go from 12 choices to 40 choices, it opens up a whole new realm of vocabulary and communication. Now, this child was doing very, very cool things at home, communicating. And all of a sudden, you know, like there's things like reading books and answering comprehension questions. This is from a child who everybody was going to give up on. And again, when I say everybody, there's always those that we're not going to, okay? But it was saying like, no, we're not going to get to reading comprehension. We need to do something else. But now we have reading comprehension. So it's important for us to look at what other tools are out there 
it's important for us to see what is possible when we coordinate between homeschool and new resources like control bionics. But here's, here's the thing. The world opens back up. The child goes back to school. Guess what happens? The skill doesn't transfer. All of a sudden, the school's like, well, it's not working here. So we don't know if this is the right tool for school. So nothing was working before. And now this is working at home, but we still have nothing that's working at school. Now you might think, well, that doesn't happen very often. Yes, it does. In fact, I was just a couple of months ago working with a parent. So I travel and I do IEP workshops for groups and we meet in a large group and I spill out a bunch of special education strategies. And then I meet with parents in small groups and help them get specific answers and go through their IEP and look at the documents. And this parent was sharing on how, again, she has this AAC device that is, you know, being used effectively at home, but not at school. Therefore, the school says it's not necessary. The child doesn't need it. But yet at home, her communication is so much more advanced than it is at school. At school, they're letting her get by with less communication because the child is refusing to use her assistive technology device. Now, there's a lot of different reasons. Can you guys start brainstorming, right? All the different reasons on why she may not be using that device. Maybe the staff isn't trained. Maybe she isn't supported. Maybe she doesn't want to be different than the other kids at school. There could be a lot of different reasons. Or maybe she needs something like this boy that I'm telling you about. And that was his solution was as simple as he needed headphones. He needed headphones at school to help block out all the noises that were happening and for him to really focus on what was in front of him through control bionics and this neuro node. The solution was headphones. They added in another piece of technology. And now with that combination of headphones plus control bionics and a neuro node, the child's language has exploded. And he, for the first time, has relationships and communication at school that is meaningful and growing. So I want to encourage you as we are in this new year, as you are you know, setting your own sights on what can be achieved in 2023 and beyond, uh, that when we look at IEP goals and when you look at things like we've exhausted all of our resources, maybe, maybe you've exhausted all of your resources, but you definitely have not exhausted all of the resources. It takes a, a lot of research, a lot of connections. And I want to share with you that I've been finding a lot of really um, kind of updated, I'm going to say innovative Amazing companies like Control Bionics, which by the way, Control Bionics has an entire support team that will help you find funding as a school, as a family. They will help you gain access to their tools. So if this is something, if you're just like, okay, what is she talking about? This, this, this neural node, this piece of technology that's wearable. And we're talking about gaming and text and communication and relationships and, and, and seeing growth. I want you to click below and go to Control Bionics and go talk to them and see if this could possibly be a right fit. And then I also want you to come find me on LinkedIn. I know LinkedIn. You're like, LinkedIn, like, you know, we usually hang out on Instagram or YouTube. I get it. But come on over to LinkedIn and get connected to me. And then what will happen is you can go through everybody that I'm connected with. And you're going to see some really cool companies that I'm connected with. Some of the resources I'm going to be sharing with you in some future episodes of the Inner Circle podcast here, but it's important for you to look beyond your current resources. See, if I was only using my own knowledge to build IEPs for the real world, 
I would be doing disservice for all of the master IP coaches that I'm mentoring for all the families that I'm guiding through workshops, meaning that I can't just rely on my past experiences and my current knowledge. I have to constantly be learning more about what is out there. What is the best of the best? What is up and coming? Because I can't wait for somebody else to go find something like control bionics or Neuronode. I need families and schools to have that now, which means that I have to go find that. And you have to do that too. But we can do that together. I want to encourage you that if, if you know of somebody who has hit that brick wall in resources, especially in the area of technology, can you please go ahead and forward this episode or tag them in this? If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a five-star review, if you learned about something new, if Control Bionics was new to you, if you could leave a five-star review, that would be really helpful because that will help more parents and teachers find resources that they need to help students go above and beyond what anybody thought possible in this. And I also want to make sure that below here, you know, again, you can find the links to Control Bionics where you can find out more about this NeuroNode. That is amazing, fascinating technology. And you can also grab your free IEP checklist there too. I want to encourage you again. I know, I know special education can be a struggle. I know sometimes it feels like a dead end, but I promise you there are more opportunities, more resources, and more solutions out there than you could ever imagine. And I can't wait to help you find what you need to solve your special education struggles. I'll see you guys next time on the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. <laughs>